The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. What has been the most exciting day of your life? If you're a parent, chances are it's the day your child was born. No doubt about it, the arrival of a newborn is one of the greatest joys of life. It's an unforgettable experience. Mom has been carrying this baby around for nine long months. And those last few weeks seem to drag out as the baby gets heavier and heavier. But finally, the special day arrives, and there it is, a new baby boy or a beautiful baby girl. Mom is beaming as she holds that precious life for the first time. And Dad is thrilled, too, as he looks into the eyes of that tiny baby and holds her close. My wife and I have been blessed with children of our own. We'll never forget those life-changing moments when each of our children came into our lives. It's quite an experience when a baby is born. But then at some point, reality hits us. How do I care for this new human being? What if I don't know what to do? Where can I find the answers? The weight of responsibility can be overwhelming. Parents can be uncertain and plagued with self-doubt. After all, we start with no prior experience. There's a first time for everyone. But how can we rear children confidently when it seems to be such a daunting task? There is somewhere to turn. If you're a parent or if you know someone who's struggling with these issues, you don't want to miss this program. It might change your life. On this edition of Tomorrow's World, we'll tackle one of the most important questions on every parent's mind, how to reach your child. And we'll be offering a powerful, insightful booklet, which you'll be able to order during this program. It's called Successful Parenting God's Way. When I come back, we'll jump right into this vital issue, three keys to reaching your kids. Have you noticed how hard we work to learn to drive? We study the manual, learn the rules, memorize all sorts of shapes and sizes of signs. We learn which side of the road to drive on. In many parts of the world, it's on the left. In the United States, it's on the right. If you're learning to drive in the USA, you first take a written test and then are issued a temporary learner's permit. That means you can drive with another fully licensed driver next to you. It's nerve-wracking at first for both the driver and the passenger until you get the hang of things. At first, you brake too hard, stop too fast, and might even weave all over the road. But with time, you learn to drive and finally pass your practical driving tests and are fully licensed. But where do you get a license to have children? The short answer is, there is none. Sure, you have to get a license to be legally married, and that used to be the first step before having children for most people. But now it's no big deal for many to have kids, 
even if they're not married. Think about it. One of the most challenging tasks of life, bringing up a child, and most go into it with no real training. And many in our society have told God to get out of their lives and so have rejected the one who made us and made our children. How can we expect the next generation to know how to bring up children with no moral compass to guide them? No wonder so many parents feel lost when it comes to bringing up their children. Raising a family is no small task. When we grasp the enormity of what we're doing, shaping and molding little minds, it should make us stop to think. And it should prompt us to ask, where is the source for guidance? There is a book that is thousands of years old, but as up-to-date as today's news. It's called the Holy Bible. You probably have one. If you don't, get one. If you have a child, you need one. You might have heard the Bible is hard to understand, out of date, out of touch. But look again. You'll find it's just the opposite. It's grounded in reality and is a breath of fresh air compared with many confusing and frankly destructive ideas being pushed in our culture today. So what are some of the basic vital principles of child rearing from the Bible? Let's examine three of them today as we talk about three keys to reaching your kids. Number one, parenting means teaching. The book of Proverbs is a collection of wise sayings gathered by the ancient King Solomon of Israel. He lived almost 3,000 years ago. It's pretty remarkable that we have a written record from him preserved through the millennia. Here's one of the things he wrote in Proverbs 22 and verse 6. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. You see, human beings aren't born with instinct. Animals are born with instinct. A foal, a newborn horse, is on its feet in a very short time, most within an hour. Nobody teaches it to do that. It just does it. It's pre-programmed. But a baby won't walk for months. That baby has to learn everything guided by its parents. And how exciting when that first step is taken. You probably remember some of the first words your child said, or when they could recite their ABCs, or ride a bike, or kick a ball. But what about values? Should we teach those too? Too many parents feel lost when it comes to teaching their children about character. They may feel intimidated when they hear the experts, so-called, say things that contradict the Bible or simply lack common sense. But they're the experts, so they must be right, or so it seems. Be careful whom you listen to. Many of the so-called experts don't really know what's best for your family and for your children. And that's because the prevailing trend in our society is to reject the Bible when it comes to determining values and standards. A Pew Research study published in October of 2017 confirmed that more than half of U.S. adults, 56%, hold that it is not necessary to believe in God to be moral or have good values. Now that's shocking. They're asserting we can all just decide for ourselves what's right. But that's dangerous thinking. And by the way, that's up from 49% just a few years ago in 2011. 
So the trend is going in the wrong direction. Take heart. God shows you the way. And don't worry if some don't believe the Bible. You prove the truth. Test it yourself. No matter what some may say, it's still God's Word. It stands firm. Again, let's turn to the Holy Bible, this ancient but super relevant book for guidance. We'll read in the book of Deuteronomy what God told the ancient Israelites through the prophet Moses. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. Notice this. God told parents over 3,000 years ago, teach your children, reach out to them, be involved and engaged in their life, and use the natural, ordinary moments through the day to teach them. I personally cherish the times I had spending time with my dad when he was working on the project or fixing the car or doing all sorts of things, just doing things together. And oftentimes it would turn into lessons I've remembered to this day. And what do you teach them in those times together? Not just stuff from your imagination. No, teach them the truth. Teach them reality. Teach them there's a God in heaven who made them, who loves them, who gave his son for them. Teach them that God's way brings happiness. Warn them against making bad choices because it will hurt them. If you're the parent, your responsibility is to teach, and you can do it. To help you in your efforts, we'd like to offer today a free booklet, Successful Parenting God's Way, written by pastor and father, Dr. Jeffrey Fall. It will guide you in teaching your children to have God's righteous character. It explains how to help your kids develop both self-esteem and self-control, and how to balance the two. It's free. We won't ask you for money. There's no catch. We really just want you to have it. So write or call for your free copy today or order online. Today's offer is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. Call now. 1-800-236-0531. Or write to us at the address on your screen. Or visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. And be sure to go to tomorrowsworld.org forward slash digital. Have a digital subscription sent right to your email inbox faster than postal mail. Visit us online now. In the last segment, we discussed how parenting means teaching. In this next portion, we'll discuss the next key. Key number two, parenting means consistent communication. One of the first things that parents do with newborn babes is look into their eyes. When your child first looks back at you, wow, what a powerful moment. Even a newborn very quickly locks onto its mom and dad by that loving communication that eye-to-eye -eye contact and verbal and nonverbal communication is so important. We all recognize that. But somehow as children grow, we can take communication for granted. We find ourselves too busy to talk to them. 
We're stressed out by work. We're running around trying to get things done. We fly through life trying to keep things together. And when we are together, too many of us are locked into our electronic devices, even at the dinner table, if we ever eat together at all. Is it any wonder that many of our young people are in crisis when social media is making a bigger impact on their lives than family communication? In a recent report, Great Britain's National Health Service issued this sobering statement. There is a mental health crisis among children as the selfie culture sees cases of anxiety rise by 42% in five years, reflecting a generation under pressure from around-the-clock social media, fueling bullying, insecurity, and concern about body image. Girls were twice as likely as boys to be diagnosed with the condition. Children in our society are in desperate need for help. Mental health issues are increasing by alarming rates. But what's the antidote? Not yelling at our kids about their smartphones and how stupid they are. No, the answer is that we must engage them. We must make the time. We must turn off our television. We have to disconnect our smartphone and get off social media ourselves for a few moments. We have to make it a priority to reach out and communicate. Unfortunately, Britain is not alone on this issue. It's happening in other Western nations as well, as reported in the Huffington Post. A large-scale University of Pittsburgh study of young adults indicated that heavy social media users are almost three times more likely to be depressed than occasional users. In Canada, young people who use social media more than two hours per day are much more likely to rate their mental health as fair or poor compared with occasional users. We've got to start really communicating with our kids or we're going to lose them. And when I say communicate, I mean reaching out with words that make them feel unconditionally loved and appreciated and that their ideas and thoughts are respected. We may not always agree with what they say, and we can explain that, but still convey respect and dignity to our kids, especially as they get to be in their teens. It's amazing how much trust is built when we don't treat our kids' ideas with disdain or contempt. Sure, sometimes our communication is teaching and even correcting. We can't neglect that. But if we're always just barking orders like a drill sergeant, there's something wrong. You know, for every negative interaction, are we creating some positive experiences and memories as well? It's our job to look for ways to connect in a warm and loving way. Giving our children genuine compliments, telling them how much we love them, asking them questions about what's going on in their lives, and then actually listening to the answers. Think for a moment about God. Isn't He always ready to communicate? We have access to His throne 24-7. When we need Him, He's available. He gives consistent communication to us all the time. As David said in Psalm 55 and verse 16, As for me, I will call upon God, and the Lord shall save me. Evening and morning and at noon I will pray and cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. 
David said he prayed to God multiple times a day when he was in trouble, and God always heard his voice. Imagine if there were times when God wasn't available to talk to. What if he was too busy? How close of a relationship would David have had with him? How about us? God talks to us through the Bible, and he listens to us in our prayers. He's always there for us. He's consistent. He's reliable. He said through the prophet Malachi, in Malachi 3.6, For I am the Lord, I do not change. Are we that reliable to our children? Are we consistently communicating? Are we letting them know that we have unconditional love for them? Maybe your children are grown already. Maybe they're out of the house. Do you still keep in touch with them? They may move away, have their own family, their own lives, but they still need your contact and your support, maybe more than you think. Sometimes parents become estranged from their grown children. What a tragedy. Some don't speak to each other for years or even decades. Maybe you're in that situation. We understand sometimes situations are such that communication is strained or even impossible. But other times it's just a matter of pride and it takes forgiveness, and it takes someone being willing to say, I'm sorry, be that someone. If you haven't reached out to your children because of a conflict, bridge the gap, initiate contact, swallow your pride, forge a new relationship. Let the past be in the past. God can help you, it's worth it. And to help you learn good communication skills in reaching out to your children, or grandchildren for that matter, Write for our free publication. It's called Successful Parenting God's Way. You'll find valuable insights throughout this impactful booklet. Here's what some of our iTunes readers have said about this booklet. This is a very helpful book that teaches the biblical approach toward parenting. The concept of loving authority can be very helpful for parents as they try to balance the unconditional love for their children while still providing firm boundaries, a combination that helps raise secure and successful children. Here's another comment from a reader. When I followed the approach in this book, it has been a success. It didn't take long for my kids to understand that when I correct them and enforce rules that it is for their good because I love them. The assurance that God is real and is involved in their lives and cares for them has given them confidence, peace, and joy. Find out what has inspired these other parents in this booklet. Order yours today. It's called Successful Parenting God's Way. Order this free booklet by going on our website or calling or writing to us today. We want to hear from you. Order now. Today's offer is yours absolutely free, no cost, no obligation. Visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. Find us on Facebook, watch us on YouTube, and follow us on Twitter. In the first two segments, we discuss teaching and consistently communicating. In this final segment, we'll look at the third key to reaching your kids. Parenting means being genuine and authentic. How many times have we seen children rebel against those in authority because they saw unfairness or hypocrisy? Perhaps even in their own parents, young people have a finely tuned sense of what's fair and what's not fair. 
from little on, they sense if one sibling is getting any extra treatment over the other. Being impartial is a vital key to reaching your children. Why should we be fair and impartial? Because it's a trait that reflects God's character. Notice what Paul said in Romans 2.11. For there is no partiality with God. Children notice hypocrisy. They notice it if we are one way when certain people are around, but different when they're not. As if we're just doing things to project an image to them. If we flatter our boss to his face, but mock him behind his back, what will our kids think? What lesson will they learn? One of the things I appreciated about my parents was they were real and authentic. They taught us to mind, not because of what the neighbors would say, or what our teachers would think, or because of what the people at our church would say. It was about what God said. And God says, do it, we do it. I'm forever grateful for my parents for teaching us that. There was a righteous man early on in the history of the ancient nation of Israel. He was a man named Joshua. He was a courageous leader who brought the Israelites into the promised land of Israel. And after judging Israel for many years, here is some advice he gave to them in Joshua 24 and verse 14. Now, therefore, fear the Lord, serve him in sincerity and in truth. He said, be sincere, don't be double-minded, don't be double-tongued, saying one thing when certain people are around, but saying the opposite when they're gone. Don't try to look good, but act different. Our children will notice. If we're genuine and authentic, it'll help them have confidence in us and be drawn to us. After Joshua told the Israelites they would have to choose whether to serve the real God or to serve false gods, he then made this famous statement, which should be the motto for every house in America and really every home in the world. He said, But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Make that the motto of your home. Will you be perfect? No, of course not. Will your children think you're perfect? No. But will they respect you if you're genuine, authentic, and even willing to admit when you make mistakes? Absolutely. In the May-June 2017 issue of Tomorrow's World magazine, evangelist Gerald Weston pointed this out. In his article, Why Kids Go Wrong, he listed hypocrisy as one of the major causes that turns kids away from parents. Children must be convinced that their parents, in spite of their imperfections, are genuine, that what they teach is what they truly believe. Sometimes an apology rather than a justification from a parent who commits an out-of-character act will go a long way to building a bond between parent and child. You see, the secret to reaching our kids really lies in our own behavior, letting God teach us, staying in contact with Him through regular prayer, and being genuine and authentic when we present ourselves before Him as sinners that need forgiveness, as sinners that need the sacrifice of His Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Changing ourselves is what makes it possible to reach our children. And at no other time has it been more important or more urgent. There are so many more things we could talk about. 
We simply don't have the time. But that's why we put together this publication, Successful Parenting God's Way. It's our free offer to you today for you and your family. Whether you have children, grandchildren, or know someone who does and is crying out for help, we want to send you this booklet. As our society descends into moral bankruptcy, you need to know how to make your family different. There's priceless advice in this booklet, gleaned from years of experience. You need it. Call the number on your screen or write to us or order it online. We want to send it to you. Order yours today. Today's offer is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. Call now. 1-800-236-0531 or write to us at the address on your screen or visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org With this offer you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues and be sure to go to tomorrowsworld.org forward slash digital. Have a digital subscription sent right to your email inbox faster than postal mail. Visit us online now. In 2002, the Barna Research Group conducted a study to determine how American adults defined a successful life. What were the results? Nearly one-third of all adults, 32%, said that their life would be a success if they were able to have a strong family unit, a solid and lasting marriage, or if they'd done a good job of raising their children. I think most of us would answer roughly the same. Our family life is important to us. Our kids are precious. And really reaching them, touching their lives and helping them grow to be good, godly, and faithful adults. That's one of the most important goals in life. At the very end of the last book of the Old Testament, there's an intriguing verse. It was written by the prophet Malachi, and it's found in chapter 4, verse 6. It speaks of the coming Messiah in the end time. He explains that at that time it would be God's desire and will that the hearts of the fathers would be turned to the children, and the hearts of the children to their fathers. Let that begin with you and with me. The challenge we all face, all who are parents, is to really connect with our children while we have the chance. Your kids are important to us here at Tomorrow's World. Your family and your home life mean something to us. We want you to succeed and leave a legacy to your children and grandchildren. Not just a home or a business or a bank account. We want you to leave a legacy of love that they know you loved them and they want to follow in your footsteps. The goal is to connect to them and to reach them, to help them have their own relationship with the great God who loves them as well. What could be more precious than that? We at Tomorrow's World are here to help you in that effort. And that's why we want you to get your own copy of successful parenting God's way. Order it today. We want you to have it. And don't forget to watch next week's edition of Tomorrow's World. Gerald Weston, Richard Ames, Wallace Smith, and I will continue to give you biblical perspectives on the events happening in your world today. And we'll help you navigate the decisions 
that you and your family are faced with right now. So don't miss it. Come back next week. We'll see you then on Tomorrow's World. To take advantage of today's free offer or view today's program now or anytime, go to tomorrowsworld.org. Find us on Facebook, watch us on YouTube, and follow us on Twitter. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.